I don't hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Oh, okay. I accidentally pressed mute. My bad. Yes, okay. you're doing this. Okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome back to Low-Key low Striving. I am one of your hosts, Marvin. And I am Andrea Weaver. And welcome back for another episode of the podcast. Um, as you can hear, Darius is again not here. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been on a mission to find treasure from um, ships that have a path from pirate ships in the past. So he is going down there. It's, it's, a, it's very noble. I didn't even know he could swim. I didn't mean most black people can't. So I, it's so intense. Like once I heard that amount of water would be involved, I was like, wait, you can swim. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the scuba gear, you know, he has his whole tracking and he's doing so it all much. by himself. He's doing it all by himself. Um, mm. So hopefully he finds something and he can spread that wealth. Um, I mean, that's my hope. Yeah. You know, because I don't want to work. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Let's just Excuse me. Get me out of here. Um, <laughs> if, he, if he, you know, during his travels finds an island that we could all live on and just get away from whatever the fuck is happening now, um, whatever that would the also fuck. be fantastic. Yes. Um, so we encourage you know, and uplift mm-hmm. and amplify his voice in this mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. Um, because it's important. And yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm um, full support. Yeah, I see you. I hear you and honor you, King. And uh, Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed, literally. <laughs> oh, so, how are you feeling, buddy? Oh, I'm at, so you know what? I am actually feeling much better than um, the past couple of weeks. Um, okay. The past two weeks have been kind of an emotional roller coaster for me. But today, I don't have any clients. It is about to be warm outside. So I'm, I'm probably going to go out and, and just like enjoy and let, let my melanin pop in the skin. I mean, in, I the, heard sun, that. in the skin, <laughs> in the sun. I uh, mean, I knew what you meant when you said it. I appreciate you. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm feeling uh, content. Good, good, good. How you feeling? Uh, oof. <laughs> <laughs> I um, you know, last week I uh, on my socials I was just like, you know what, you guys, let's start tagging each other in and out mm-hmm. um, during this movement, and let's take care of ourselves, and yeah. just really was on that hype. Even we talked. Briefly, not even like podcasts related. We just called and checked in on each other. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I was just feeling, uh, what's, what's the word I use? Kind of just irritable. Not at mm-hmm. like anything specifically, but like just irritable. And yep. then realizing needing to get out of the house and then like feeling, excuse me, um, good about that. And coming in on Monday, like ready to go. And then I saw our Democratic fucking representation on tv with fucking kente claus on and i fucking lost it (laughs) so i mean i literally lost it and it was like in real time on social media i did not expect that response and i almost deleted it but i was like (laughs) no i'm gonna keep this up because i want people to see like the range of emotion that we go through as people or whatever and i just barely could like even do my work uh, at work but i'm determined to you know be present so um how I'm feeling today specifically I think it's just it really is kind of like all right what these niggas gonna do today 
Like, it's just <laughs> right. really kind of like that. But I don't feel um, overwhelmed, I guess, is a better term. Um, mm-hmm. But I am feeling good about just the work we're all doing. Like, it just keeps, it just, it does bring me back to center when I think about this stuff. Like, when you think about kids organizing protests, like, how fucking awesome is that? Right. High schoolers, like, what the fuck? How did we even organize nationwide in two days? Like, it was right. fucking crazy. Yeah. And, like, at the same time, like, we ain't even talking about, like, <laughs> maybe here, maybe, like, like in San Jose. Like, it's just, I don't know. I'm just so proud. And I, it's that, it's that, that, that black people, people, POC tired of white people and their shit. But it's yeah. also like, damn, nigga, we really are doing this shit. And I just kind of, yeah. I'm right in between there. So it's really day by day for me to be mm. truthfully honest. Like, um, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm in between like often just like, I'm so proud of us. We really out here doing shit, changing shit, getting, you know, cool. the LAPD defunded 150 fucking million dollars. Like oh. that's, that's the energy that I need right. in my life. So I'm, although I might feel the human side of it, like just being exhausted, it's the, me being proud of us is really kind of keeping me, keeping me, uh, holding it together. Yeah. 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 So can we <laughs> talk just, just for a, a, a hot second? Okay. About What's these our Demo- hot second? About these Democrats Woo! wearing. You go ahead, because I didn't already went off on it, so I'm gonna be a little bit more. No, so, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna be chill about it because I ended up talking to somebody last night about it at the lake. Girl, just really, just got into my bag. So so I, just, I don't have that much to say just because I haven't even had the time to process what mm. it all means. I just, mm. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm protecting my energy around that. But mm-hmm. where? Who? <laughs> Who who did you consult? The Black Caucus friends before you did this. Um, and the Black Caucus said, "Yeah, this is a this is a go." <laughs> yeah, it be your own people. I know that's terrible to say in this times, but I know, but it, it but it do be your own people because the I don't know if you remember. Sorry, I'm gonna. Slight tangent from okay. the tangent, um, <laughs> but we posted about on Melanin, Melanin Culture Work the um, Jesse and his partner and some folks were at the protest out there and they were playing uh, "Get Stupid" the song mm-hmm. and then my folks oh, were yeah. dancing and like turning up and shit mm-hmm. and someone commented like, "Oh uh, yeah, you you guys are getting real stupid like you're you're dancing here and like it's this you're supposed to be serious and all this stuff." And it's just like, sis, first of all, the hyphy movement is something that brings people that brings people together from all fucking walks of life. First. Yeah. And so like the like that that sense of community is like is what happens when a Mac Dre song comes on or like a two short song comes on. Because everybody's just like, oh, that's my shit. And when you know you from Oakland, yes, from Ukraine, that's our yeah. anthem. Right. So first of all, there's that. Second of all, like sis, I don't understand how you intend on making it if you're going to be serious 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, we mm-hmm. need to laugh. We need to take breaks. We need Hell to dance. Yeah. We need to like shoot the shit. Like we cannot yeah. be 100% gung ho about change. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you can like you can. a majority of the time, but we need Two things to can break. be true. Right. Right. Yeah. And we, so, we have to have some relief, a, re, 
everything, anything that's under pressure needs a relief valve. Right. That's the, the quickest way that people are going to be burnt out in a month, in two months. Yeah. yeah. And I think that people aren't, aren't realizing that like this movement isn't going to be like these short lived, you know, one day protests. Like this is proving to be like a long-term thing. And I think mm-hmm. people just aren't used to that. They don't know, you know, what it takes to, to, to win the war. They're focused on these battles, but like, no, this war is going to be long. Mm-hmm. And so if you go go hard, you're going to spend a hundred percent of your energy <laughs> all the time, then good mm-hmm. luck. Yeah. Good luck. No, I, I hear that. Um, are you going to, yeah, that was your tangent. Now we're going to go tangent. back to so, yeah, the Kente Claw. <laughs> <laughs> Kneeling and just, I, yeah. what the fuck was that? Oh I think God. I think that is my main so point. What the fuck was And and this is what one of my girlfriends said. She said she said it's not so much that the black caucus suggested it. Mm-hmm. They are so disconnected from the people they thought that that was acceptable. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like who are these people in black caucus which we don't really talk about a lot as a community. We really look at um our parties, our Democratic and Republican party. Yeah. Um, and not to be ageist or anything, but like, does this have to do with age? Like, are y'all too old to be like, is your ear not to the street? Are you not out here with the youth? Like, because like in any revolution, the youth is usually pushing the agenda. Yeah. So, you know, you're not, you're not connected in that way. And maybe it's because your jobs aren't like, but then even then, like you have young aides. They, they politician have politicians, excuse me. Um, and I think this is from our congressional office. So we're talking about people that have aides and assistants and like, no one mentioned this to y'all. Like, let me just paint the, the picture. Then they, it, like, there was the display on live TV and then they, then they fucking had a photo shoot with their hands on their hips, like they're fucking Superman. Like it was just, <laughs> it was so cringy. Um, it really, really upset me mm-hmm. um, because we're here doing the work and people are not only losing their lives for being black and existing and breathing up all the white man's air, mm. but people are also losing their lives, getting maimed, getting mangled, getting yeah. arrested, yeah. getting imprisoned um, for protesting for our lives and having to break up relationships with people, organizing nationwide together. And that was y'all response. That's the consolation prize for people for all of that. And it's and it's a joke. Yeah. You 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 think our lives are a joke. You think this stuff doesn't matter. And that's why I'm really on some fuck y'all, don't talk to me. Write this legislation up to get to de to defund these fucking police police departments. Yeah. Run us our money. Yeah. And stop talking. Because right. you did all that to say what? Mm. They got they they put Kamala Harris up there all for her to tell us what they couldn't do last week because they couldn't they couldn't agree on um, signing a lynching law. Well, bitch, take that dumbass shit off your damn neck. And what the fuck does Kente cloth even mean? Right. <laughs> Our African folks was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Right. So, like, I mean, and that's that's my that's my little five minute tangent. I have all the jokes for those though, so just don't y'all just wait. Um, but it's just like, 
And then the kneeling portion, which really pissed me off. Oh. Why would y'all kneel for eight minutes and however many seconds it took this man to die? Do y'all not see the, the oxymoron here? You kneeling is not a representation of anything other than this man's death. Get the fuck up. Oh, most of the, these old ass people on TV couldn't even couldn't even uh, fucking barely get on their damn beast. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was terrible. It well, it was terrible and in poor taste. Was it supposed to be a, a Colin Kaepernick type of kneel? But see that in and of itself, like what are y'all even saying? The same the same kneel that got him that made him lose his job, the same one that got him blackballed. Mm. The same one when they said they were going to hold open practice, they tried to tell him how he was going to practice and not have media present. The same one, the same one that the NFL pretended like this wasn't an issue. And then the NFL came right back during this, during this time talking about we care and Mm. we, we all black lives matter and all that, that same kneel, Mm. the same kneel that was on this man's neck that killed him, that kneel. Come on. No, no. Yeah. That kneel means nothing now, and that's and and it signifies um, white terrorism to me. Mm-hmm. Like even in, I always see when I think of Kaepernick, I always see him kneeling. But it also represents how um, right white privilege and white supremacy can ruin someone. Mm. He is the poster child of what white supremacy actually is. Mm. So when you, and when, when all that was going on with him, they weren't kneeling then. Nope. They were like, let's let, let the NFL handle this shit. Y'all be like, so like late in the game. Like it's just, it's just cringy. Yeah. It's like, it, it reminds me of like when, um, say like a new dance comes up and then like your old ass aunties be trying to like do it like three years later. Just thinking about that. Like it feels like that. It's just worse. <laughs> like we're like on, on, on fleek. What does that mean? Oh God. Oh my God. My dad could mind. not stop saying talk to the hand for years. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> he could not stop. Oh, and it was just too much. All right. Let's not much. get caught up in, in this because you know we can talk for 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 hours and, and hours about it we wanted this episode to be more about what are we doing to take care of ourselves um whether it's exercise whether it's trash tv and we can just get just get into it um just because like again we have to take bricks we have to find time to laugh we have to, to find to- time to take a deep breath and like exhale because shit is heavy right now mm-hmm. and uh, we got to take care of ourselves and we got to take, take care of each other yeah um what, what what have you or you want me to start uh i mean it's whatever we can we can tag team this thing all right i got all kinds of funny shit i'm gonna talk about tv for one second um okay. <laughs> so i need people not to judge uh but okay. <laughs> <laughs> start off there I have been uh, watching uh, wrestling. <laughs> okay, that W. Oh, I will not judge. Just ask me not to judge. That's right. Sorry. WWE wrestling. Um, I'm still mm-hmm. mad it's not called WWF, but you know, legal shit. Yep. Um, it is not as good as it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, honestly, though, like, was it really good, or were we just like? 
young. Oh no, no, no. Because I've went back on YouTube to watch some of those. Okay, uh, those confirmed. From, okay, you and early two thousands. Gotcha. And that shit was entertaining. Okay, cool. It was Because I remember it being fun as fuck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I remember actually going to a couple of the live events. <laughs> yeah. Dedication. Um, it was it was I, I, it was hype. Um <laughs> as it, my twelve year old self at a WWE. <laughs> <event. laughs> talking about suck it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh yeah, so oh, such a good time. The issue now with uh, with wrestling is that uh, <laughs> so what I really think it is is just that like too many people have been getting hurt and like dying, and then they're they're not on drugs anymore. <laughs> so it's not well, as entertaining. Yeah. First, uh, presented itself. It's li- it's a little too safe. It's a little too safe for me now. Um, it's still entertaining, okay. but it's a little too safe for me is giving me everything. <laughs> I mean, y'all drug testing now? Why? I mean, I feel like... <laughs> like what is happening? These were the best episodes when folks were, like, coked up and, like, on the boys. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know there was cocaine. You know there was all types of drugs. I don't know that I'm opposed. I'm just saying, like, there were things going on. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I also have been into, like, kind of the behind-the-scenes kind of stories. Okay, okay. And that shit... <laughs> I mean, no, that shit's crazy. None of it is like that surprising, though. You kind of hear just like, damn. You're just like, well, yeah, he probably would do that shit. So, <laughs> um, but I think the issue now <laughs> is that the characters are just like boring. Like they're just like you, you know how like Stone Cold Steve Austin was like the badass, and then The Rock had his eyebrow, and he had he had really good mic oh, work. Man. The he, Rock was my laugh. guy. Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Just crazy. And I just <laughs> love it. And now they just have kind of these douchey ass white dudes. And I feel like they're all just kind of the same. Um, and honestly, the, the people of color on there though, the people of color have personality and they like have good like skills and shit. Like I, I love the, the people of color, but yeah. I mean, still borderline racist for some of them, but you know, it's it's WWE. I, you know, it's problematic as fuck, but it's fine. It's like, okay. But um yeah, that that is one of the things that I've been watching. Um, Monday Night Raw came on last night, so I'll be watching. Wait, Monday Night Raw still comes on. Monday Night Raw, I believe, is the longest airing TV show of like all time or some shit. What the fuck? I remember yeah. them thinking about changing it because it was um, aired re- relatively close to Monday Night Football. Oh no, that's still on. Mm. That is still happening. Come on, nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have a chance, you know, it's it's on Hulu or if you have uh, I don't I don't even know what time it comes on because I watch it on okay. Hulu and, and Fox on my Roku. But you know, check it out for. Yeah, I mean, you probably won't be able to get through like 10, 15 minutes, but you know, maybe. <laughs> maybe I mean, more. you know what I mean. Like, I feel like you can do what you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the women, I think the women are what are they are who is keeping me watching. The women are like. Dope. No, that's why I hear that their women, the women are actually up and coming. Yeah, yeah, the women are are crazy good. Like Charlotte Flair, like Rick Rick Flair's daughter, is a fucking beast, and she and she is a is a oh heel. wow, she's a heel um character now. So like she's quote unquote the the, the bad person or you know the the one people don't like, but she plays bad so good. I, I I love it. I love it. You love to hate it. I love to hate it. Hate to love it. Um. 
I, I, you know, some, I'm, and I'm gonna get off this because <laughs> I feel like, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes. No, it's I fucking like it. awesome. But it's, but I feel I'm like. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck, me too? Watch. <laughs> but I feel like they underutilize <laughs> the, the like characters of color. Like there's this black uh, woman, Naomi, who like hella skilled, like be doing handstands and shit, hella athletic. And she just like, be losing random ass matches and like be doing dumb shit. And I'm just like, really? Y'all can use her a lot better than that. Um, mm, mm-hmm. There's this dude, you. his name is Samoa Joe, who was like <laughs> this like beast of a man. And I, I don't even know what the, he's announcing now. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know what the fuck's happening. But um, anyway, that's my little rant on my, on my, uh, <laughs> WWE. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Uh, I have been, you know, I flipped out yesterday about this whole Kente cloth, the Kente cloth or cloth gate, uh, the dens yesterday. Cloth <laughs> <Long> gate 2020. Cloth <laughs> gate 2020. <laughs> and listen, one thing's for sure. The internet will not fail me. Um, Ever. the way that Twitter and Instagram really just dug in, literally they just dug their heels in and said, all right, this is what y'all going to do. We about to, we're just going to drag you. <laughs> one of, um, one of my favorites uh, yesterday was um, somebody said, <laughs> what HBCU did they, they, did they steal them stoles from? Which really sent me because it's graduation time. And so usually when you go to black graduations, <laughs> they have, <laughs> I shared that one on Instagram. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's the one that fucking sent me first. And then someone said, um, someone said, um, imagine, I think the artwork for this episode is going to be this. I'm going to send this to you so y'all can die. So um, somebody said, imagine being shown this photo in 2019 with no explanation. So it's, <laughs> All of the fucking people, all the white people in Kente cloth with um, Corona masks on. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, with literally no explanation. Like, what do you say? (laughs) You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, are they in Africa? Like, you would literally, like, if you just could literally think about all the things you possibly could be doing, like, it just just would not, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be it would just be ridiculous. With zero context of what's happening. Zero context. <laughs> it would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> then The Root yesterday posted, they said two things. They look like they're about to stomp the yard at in any given moment. <laughs> I said, my senators, you're looking good today. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and the other one was like, they should get off the knee- their knees and, and pass the laws that to pl- protect black lives. Mm, yeah. Um. Facts. Uh, let me see. I, I I screenshot a couple more because I just knew I wouldn't I would not be able to remember them. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> me to my to my white parents. Please don't embarrass me. He's a black person, and then they and it's like and then them and then they show show up and fucking can't take off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, I'm. That's gonna be part of my self care today is to is to uh, look for some more of those because um that shit was so funny. Yo, the internet always comes through. I mean, always comes through. Oh, 
And I I just also want to say, like, I shared this with Marvin the other day that I had started feeling guilty about laughing at stuff, mm-hmm. which is not me. Like, I love laughing. Um, and it, like, it's my, is it catharsis? Is that a good word to use there? Catharsis. Catharsis. Is it catharsis? Cathartic? cathartic? Yes, it's cathartic. Thank you. I think cathartic um, might be a word. I don't know. Somebody. Well, I know cathartic is, <laughs> but yeah, providing um, psychological relief through the open expression of strong emotions causing catharsis. See? Oh. I had it right. Um, I love words, and I'm always yeah. packing away words for shit, and then when I use them, I was like, wait, did I say that wrong? <laughs> Catharsis sounds like it's the noun, and cathartic is like the um, adjective. Adjective, adjective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are correct. Come on. (laughs) Bear with us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I was feeling really like, damn, I, I, I was afraid to share stuff. Um, because I'm super active right now, like movement driven. And I, Mm. and then I like shared something with Marvin and like a couple other, my friends, and we all just hella fucking laughed. And I just don't want to lose that. Like that is super helpful. And I realized I hadn't been doing any of that. So this, this was like, even though I was losing my shit yesterday, this, it just really came through for me. I was Mm. fucking on my back reading all this shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I think laughter is um, laughter is key. Like laughter is key in in all of this shit. Um, I think another thing that I recently watched. So, uh, Yvonne Orji has a stand up on. Oh HBO. shit! I haven't seen it. Yeah. So Molly from Insecure for you know for folks that don't know you. Because you know us, we don't like to use yeah. real names. Because <laughs> I was I sure was about to say Molly from Insecure got a stand up. <laughs> let me let me respect this queen and call her. Yes, her call her by her name. Um, but it's, I was skeptical because, you know, people that, that kind of come out of a show and then into like stand up, like that's, that's hella oh, vulnerable, first of all. Um, yeah. And sometimes it's, it's hit or miss, right? And like Molly isn't, isn't that character in the show that like we see her comedic side come out like that. But yeah. um, I was, I was impressed. Good. I was impressed. Um, something that I love. And, and so she is Nigerian. And so she has footage of uh, her being back in Nigeria, like with her family and like um, doing a bunch of stuff. And something that I just personally love is when um, Americans with African born parents like switch the accent on. Oh, I love it. I fucking like it. Like it kills me every time. Um, (laughs) So she does that. She does it so fucking well. Um, mm. and it's, it's, it's definitely worth a watch. If, if you have HBO, um, check that out. She, she, she goes in, she goes and, and it's, it's pleasantly surprising. Oh, that's good. I was, yeah. I've, so I have been following Mo- um, Molly, look at me <laughs> Molly. for, uh, for a while. And, um, there's this, uh, online comedian. He's not an online comedian, but he has a very large online presence, uh, mm. Kev on stage. Yeah, uh, I've actually even gone to see him do stand up, and he's super funny. Okay, um, especially if you're like come from black church background, it's mm. even more funny because it's mm. really that and like his experiences growing up as like a very like Christian military brat type, you know, kid, and then <laughs> and just I don't know, it's just all those connections. But um, him and Yvonne have had a couple of so he has like 
a couple of podcasts. He has uh, a YouTube channel. He's, I mean, he's just on his shit and always has been, but mm-hmm. I've seen her there and them kind of even banter um, as comedians. And that's kind of when I knew I was like, oh, Yvonne is hella funny. Yeah. And so when this, um, <clears throat> when this thing came out, I don't know what I was doing. I don't think I was, no, I was just passed out all weekend. So I didn't watch it, but I'm going to watch it today. Cause it was, I just, heard, I just know it's going to be funny. I saw mm-hmm. the trailer for it. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh shit, nigga, I'm so ready to watch this shit." Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I love that. And then she's also had a podcast, or been on a. She had a po- podcast with Lovey, uh, another um, American Nigerian woman. Um, mm-hmm. Her family is from Nigeria, but she's born here. And they had a podcast and they used to switch that on and off constantly mm-hmm. and make jokes. So I know Yvonne is hella funny. I just haven't seen the haven't seen the stand up yet. Hella funny. So I'm excited. Super excited. Um Can I sorry, another tangent. Good. I was thinking Good. about church the other day because there's a, a church right across the street from my apartment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can hear, like when they're having service, you can hear it if you listen really closely. Yeah. But like for black churches. How, why is it always the same? <laughs> like, <laughs> really? a class that everyone goes, like the black church class where like you have to do, the, you know, and like, like at the end of the sermon, you know, the pastor is all into it. And then the organ player, piano player comes in, in between the words. And so he's like, and Jesus said this. And, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's like, what? And, 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 and the Lord, boom, and the Lord, boom. It's just like, what? Where do we learn? Where do is there a school? Is there a university where black pastors learn how to do this? I'm really curious about it. Well, actually, it came from from white um, Baptist Pentecostal churches. Mm. They learned it there. Um, it comes from the fire and brimstone era of Christianity, hmm. and so um, in order to like like revivals were a huge thing. Um, within that and so the idea of keeping people awake keeping people engaged that's where that came Uh, from but um and then you know slaves weren't allowed to necessarily at some point like slavery evolved over time so they would have slaves come to church because they needed to be saved but then eventually it was like you you y'all can't be around us go into the stables and have your own church and so they really just copied that a fire and brimstone. I was watching a documentary about um, <clears throat> something different. It's called um, Call Me Kuchu. Okay. And they were talking about, really the documentary was about queer folks in um, different parts of Africa. So um, like in Ghana specifically, uh, they're being colonized right now as mm. if it was like, but through that type of um, Christianity. So the fire and brimstone, the you're going to die and go to hell and mm-hmm. that type of shit. And it was crazy because I heard this man preaching, like exactly like you said, and they play in the camera was this white man. And it reminded me like, that's where we get it from. Mm-hmm. I think now they're starting to make that change, but there's a lot of people that need the hooping and hollering to get them to be engaged. Right. It's, it's a concert series. It's not a, let me learn something. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, I, my that's never been my my parents preaching at all uh i mean when we went to allen temple i guess it was but never just like that uh but it is kind of you can find i i mean i i think it's just the genre if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. There is non-denominational Christian churches led by black folks that don't do that. Um, but they still have a really great gospel choir and cause you do need to usher people into the presence of the Lord is what they like to say, mm-hmm. uh, depending on your audience, but it doesn't have to be like that. Cause a lot of times that hooping and hollering shit is not, um, you're not really speaking from the Bible. Like you want to, my old church was, uh, always, um, damn, I forgot the freaking little mantra that they used to say all the time, but if you can't read your Bible on your own, then I'm not doing you a service. Mm. And so it was like really teaching you from the Bible seriously so that when you leave, you too can read on your own and you don't <laughs> find that. Like with all that hooping and hollering, like what are you really learning? Mm. Right. And so, you know, and sorry y'all if that offends you, but I mean, that's my, I'm a, I'm a preacher's kid. So I can, I've been, I've been around the world and I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> I've been play. I hate. Oh, <laughs> that song is so weird. Why would I make a song about me player hating? <laughs> all around the world. All around the world. Would the player hate evolve as well? Like I'm kind of. <laughs> I I do not fuck with you, sir. Because you you're going around the world. Playing. I'm so confused. I'm so, I'm so confused. I never I never knew. um all right so my next favorite thing has been listening to so la county Mm -hmm. had a public forum so okay so just let me just give y'all some some background some legs to what i'm about to say (laughs) so um so because of the rona a lot of city council meetings have been on zoom they have no choice And in every city council meeting, um, they give the floor to their citizens to call and like, or not to, to speak. Right. Mm -hmm. Normally these call, these city council meetings are like at 12 o'clock on a fucking Tuesday, which Mm. really disproportionately affects the working class in in that district. But that's neither here nor there. But now it's on zoom. So I can take a break and hop on this zoom And when I say, so, so that's what LA County did. This was, um, so the first, so the, so the protests started one week, then that following like maybe Monday or Tuesday or something like that, LA County had theirs. It was on zoom. Y'all, when I tell you these white people were dragging these public officials, (laughs) it was so funny i mean go on youtube i think i might have some of the videos and my like i saved some of them because i thought they were so fucking funny like i was like they are dragging the shit and you could tell it wasn't like black people mad calling it was literally the draggings and you only have a minute and 30 seconds mm. so they're like strategically dragging these officials for freaking filth and i was freaking dying oh i got one i got one i got one okay here we go let me see if i can play it is it that white dude you're just end up thinking you care about anyone but yourselves <laughs> and what's in your pockets to close with a james cameron quote cops think of all non-cops as less than they are stupid weak and evil oh. they dehumanize the people they are sworn to protect and desensitize themselves in order to do that job that's you pigs to a t <laughs> happy tuesday <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Did he end? Did he end all of that with happy toast? <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, oh, first things first, Chief Moore, you gotta do a better job of pretending you care about this. <laughs> I've been watching you roll your eyes and offer half-hearted smirks, acting like a teenager who's falling asleep in detention. Ooh. Are you not aware of the work crunch your department's doing, or are you just that impatient to go do more of them? Fed up. It's so many other people. Somebody just goes, This is the this is the shit that our black community has been telling you about. So I'm I'm going to release my time by saying fuck you and hangs up. (laughs) (laughs) It's on YouTube. And they are dragging. He's like, I'm gonna need you to do a better job at pretending you care about this. Or is it that or do you not realize how many war crimes are going on in your community? Or is it that you just can't wait to get back to it? Mm. I Oof. was crying. I mean, the dragging. Oof. Listen, when white people get in a drag bag, <laughs> honey, listen, you can't tell them shit because like, they are. I mean, I when I say I, it's like, I think it's like, because city council meetings can go anywhere from four to six hours long. Mm. And that's why they start them, or four hours long. But that's why they start them at 12. Mm. So, but that shit, oh man, it was gold. That's that energy, mm. like all them Karens out there. I need your energy to be focused just like that. that. <laughs> yes. All that energy. Yes, absolutely. Your turn. Yeah, so I have been trying to just go outside more. Like I was talking to... Mm a friend of mine and I was realizing that um, I was just always going to the store. And I was like, why, why am I, I like, I don't need a candle. Like why? <laughs> like I, like I have more candles. Why am I going to the school, to the store? And it's, it's because I, I was trying to be outside. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I was realizing that. And so um, maybe two, two weeks ago on a Saturday, it was like hella nice out here. It's probably like 85 degrees nice little breeze. And so I, you know, walked to this like green space called Drexel Park. Um, it's a nice view of like the city of, of downtown. I, br- I made some popcorn and used some of my uh, special butter on it. So that was lovely. Okay. Special butter. I heard Played that. some music, had my journal to write. Like it was so fucking nice. And, mm-hmm. and, and put my phone on, um, on airplane mode. Mm-hmm. Not um, just do not disturb. Yeah, just I, I, I would have turned it off, but you know I got clients, and sometimes you know. But uh, it was so peaceful. It was so, and it wasn't crowded, and every like, well, most people were respecting like social distancing. I was all on an island by my damn self. I, I'm, mm-hmm. not, like, I'm not fucking with COVID, but it was so peaceful. Like it was so peaceful, and let's all that heaviness that I had had that prior week. Just like by the time I got back to my apartment, I was just like, damn, I feel like so much better. So mm-hmm. like, I just, I mean, it's like about to be 85 or 90 today and I'm about to do the same thing. I'm going to go back to that place and I'm just going to like chill out and relax. I might do yeah. work. I might not like, yeah. yeah. Um, and, that's, and that's definitely a privilege, you know, that I have that I can do that on, what is it? A Tuesday um, mm-hmm. afternoon. Um but like, if you're able on the weekends or at any time, because like some of y'all, I, I, also I live alone, so like some of y'all got families and partners and kids and all that stuff. So 
try to take some time like away just for you yeah. to get away from all of that. Take care of yourself. It does. It does wonders. I think. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, we, we I I agree. <laughs> no, yeah, we're going back and forth. I was I was I'm thinking about what you were saying. I actually feel the same way. I uh, went out a couple like two weeks ago. So shout out to my homegirl Latisha, uh, but I always call her Tish. Um, when COVID happened, she had to send her 13 year old to her family in Vegas because mm. she's a, she works in a hospital. So, you know, her hours are crazy and just not being able to be home and, you know, all that kind of shit. So, yeah. um, so I've just been like, Hey girl, just come to my house. Cause it's just her, even during the Rona. Like I just, you know, what, what are we going to do? Yeah. Have her be at home by herself the whole time? Like, no. So <clears throat> I was like, just come through. So we've just been kicking it together and, and just, um, you know, doing what black women do, calling out the bullshit mm-hmm. and having a couple of drinks while we're doing it. Nice. And, uh, and so, uh, but we went to the lake when it first started getting warm here mm-hmm. and it was me, her and Rodney. And then after that, I was like, bro, I'm about to set myself up to be able to go to the lake anytime. So I bought a cooler backpack. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a regular backpack, but like you can put ice and stuff in there. So you okay. just throw shit in there, go yeah. to the, and it's leak proof. So you throw shit in Ooh. there and then, you know, we go to the lake and I was like, damn, bought that shit right there, bought myself uh, a speaker. And I was like, this is going to be my shit. And then the last week I just been working so much um, and being ir- irritable and just like, just being like, just wore out really. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was just like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm freaking losing it so me and rodney went to my son's name is rodney we go to the lake i just drive over there and i'm like all right let's just walk the lake next thing i know we're like on the other side of the lake and Mm. i was like are we gonna finish this shit out rodney's like yeah we can finish it mom listen by the time i got by lake chalet i said i'm gonna need us to get an uber (laughs) (laughs) and rodney was like mom it's not that far we can speed walk blah 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 and i had a call like four o'clock we had mm-hmm. got there like 132. Mm-hmm. And I I just we were just kind of strolling. We weren't even walking. But by the time we got by like Lake Chalet, we just started striking to the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've just felt so much better and I slept better. I went out to the lake last night. Um when I say last night, it was still broad as daylight here. It was like yeah. five. Um, but it was still warm and people were still out walking their dogs and shit. And it was just super nice. And I I forget how important fresh air is, even mm-hmm. though my allergies are kicking my ass. Like, it's super nice to be able to just get outside. Even I have a patio at my house, and yeah. I, I use that pretty often. Um, but, I, you know, really getting out into nature and getting into the grass, grabbing your blanket and, you know, whatever your um, whatever your thing is, it's kind of nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, no. So, I feel that. I fucking feel that shit. Yeah. Uh, or get some good music popping too. Yes. Ugh, please. I nothing. Have, I have Alexa, and so I was just like, play um, uh, Robert Glasper, and it just took my entire life. I did. I was just like, what is happening right now? I'm so fucking calm. He <laughs> <laughs> starts to play that piano. And he plays some songs you know and some songs you don't know. And you're like, wait, is that Erica Badu on this? Wait a minute. Mm. And then like, and then all these artists are just, I'm just like, wow, how have I never known about just all of this magic? So yeah, yeah. good music, you know, 
in addition to all that other stuff. Yeah. It's just it just adds to that level of just like calmness and just peace and just like feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good, feeling great. Okay, yeah. not myself. I feel like a lot of us haven't felt good in a long time with everything going on. Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of weird. I mean, well, I don't mean weird in that. I just mean like it's I have some funny shit coming up. I'm sorry. I just was looking at my phone and I was like, mm-hmm. Um <laughs> uh so it's weird, like our body, how our bodies, especially us black folks, like or people of color, like when we come from that's that's like our roots, really. It's we've we've shared information through song and mm-hmm. through voice. And when I hear music that's good or melodic in some way, or it has a really good bass to it or something, it just does something to me. You know what I mean? And yeah. even like, I, and I, and I also like what we would consider white people music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was, I was um, on, who was I listening to, to? I was listening to Queen super heavy a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Freaking love Queen. Um, yeah. We just, wow, we're off on a song tan- music tangent, but whatever. Um, I just love their, I don't know. It's just something about it. I love the energy and it's just like, yes, let's do that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, you know, or um, what's that other group? It's not Queen. Um, we're not gonna take it. <laughs> that song. Um, that's my shit. <laughs> I, I'm the same because I need to know. We're not gonna take it. It's by Twisted Sister. Damn, I knew that too. I would have never guessed that shit. Uh, well, I be listening to the, I listen to that okay. crazy yeah. shit. Um, but I like shit like that. Things that yeah. get me motivated. Things that get me in the mood for something. Things that mm-hmm. help me get focused. I yeah. like. I Spotify is really good at um, cultivating playlists. So even if it's like a study playlist, they'll get like beats, music, like music, but no words, so you can study. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I fall in love with that. They have like a um, coffee shop playlist. Mm. there's like i mean it's just like or a classical study mix it's just like it's so awesome what music can do yeah um i mean but we all know like if you go to a black family reunion you already know certain songs are about to play you kind of like can't wait for them to play because there's the 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 instrumentation and the vocals but then there's also that feeling of nostalgia because we've Mm. always heard those songs um and it feels good because it's it is it's really feel good music so. Especially when there's like a dance connected to it too. Hello, you know? listen. Like, and we all about to hit it together too. All right, come, oh, on. come on, man. <laughs> Y'all not ready for this wobble? We love a good wobble. Okay, love a wobble or an electric slide. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a cute shuffle. What else? What's another one? The cha-cha uh, slide for uh, the cha-cha for the for the, for us. That was our. Yeah, that was our. That, that was our cha-cha slide. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think, you know, coupled with a good day or not a good day, but like a beautiful day and some good music, good food, maybe some mm-hmm. good wine or good weed, like whatever it is. I, I feel like that's such a good compilation of shit that yeah. ain't, that ain't this bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so I follow So there's a rapper named Guap Dab 4000 and he is from Oakland. And uh, he uh, posted this video. I'm going to play it. It's like a minute long. But once we get to it, I really want y'all to pay attention to the end because. (laughs) So the premise is he was talking about stop, you know, like stop resharing these images of police officers kneeling. Mm 
because mm. it's not doing anybody any good. We all know that police don't have control over really like it's just like the police side of it is not the end or the beginning. It's right. it's a bigger system here, but yeah. the police just happen to be the focus at this moment, right? And so mm-hmm. that's kind of what he's talking about. But at the end, he's talking about uh, how what happens when the police actually get orders from the people that we really need to be thinking about. And that's mm. the funny part. So I'm going to play it. Hey, check this out, bro. I need y'all to stop sharing the videos of protesters kneeling with officers of the law. That don't help nothing right now. That is cop propaganda. Nigga, that's copaganda. The reason why that is bad is because everybody's attention span is so short. We already programmed to get rid of problems, to ignore mm-hmm. problems, be desensitized to shit after a couple days. If we want this shit to last and really stay on our hearts in order to drive us to keep doing change, then we need this to be a, a longer term thing they're just like oh man cops is dealing with us now it's over because Mm. it's his job he worked for a system he worked for a boss he worked for a president that want him to stand up and when he tell him to wipe off his tears that he just cried with you while you come by and let that chopper sing the nigga that chopper gonna sing a tear gassery ballot on your head top and followed by a rubbery bullet remix to your opticals Oh, I thought that was I. I died. He said when he when he tell him to wipe to stand and wipe them tears. He just got done crying with you and Mm. let that tear gas chopper sing. I said you better work. Listen, that man was speaking nothing but nothing. And there there is something about. Oakland niggas. <laughs> yeah, you, you can hear it as soon as they start talking. You know exactly where they're from. You know where they're, but but there's such an authenticity yeah. in that shit that I absolutely love. That's why I love my fucking city. And, <laughs> and like you know, and I and I adore Marshawn Lynch. Like I, that is the quintessential Oakland dude. Like right. that's everybody used to talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's not weird to me, and people are like, "Oh, what's his accent?" And I'm like, "Accent, right?" I'm like, oh, yep. Y'all don't re- like that's we all. I I can turn it on and off. That's how yeah. much I used to talk like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had a I had a very slight. You know, I still had to act like I was you know proper. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. y'all can turn that shit on. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but my like folks from Oakland, it's it's this level of just like realness. And that's what I love about like Marshawn and it's probably the person you were just playing was just mm-hmm. like, we not mad. We just like, we real, like, this is how the fuck I feel right now. So, yeah. <laughs> and what, and, right. and, we'll, and may not have the degrees and shit, but we'll break some shit down in a <laughs> so way. You can pick it up. Yes. That you, mm-hmm. you pick it right up yeah. and be, and be saying it better than the folks with doctorates and all that yes keep it simple cut the shit cut the shit yes i think it's even more like and he's a young man too so he's not like in his 40s or anything but Mm -hmm. imagine looking at the world and like coming to that conclusion or even having a discussion with someone and saying you know what you're right Mm -hmm. um and i and for me that's always been my stance like i don't give a shit about these kind words, mm-hmm. these 
weird performative gestures. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, people are still losing their lives. Or when curfew happens, y'all stand up. Like those that very image that people were passing around of police kneeling. Mm-hmm. Those same officers was clapping niggas with rubber bullets yep. when curfew hit, right? Yep. And so it's like they don't have control over anything. Mm-hmm. They are just the focus. Um, but there's a bigger system here. And that's yep. really what he's saying. Like, cut the shit. We got a lot of work to do. And it yep. don't and it's not, it doesn't end with the police. Sorry. Yep. Like that's like the tip of the damn iceberg. Yep. You know, Titanic already hit. We thought this thing was this, but it ain't. And yep. uh for our younger folks, we need people with those young voices and funny but real things and poignant things like that is just gonna really like keep this movement going. Um and I just really, you know, I just really up. I just want to amplify that voice. That was so funny to me, not because of what he was saying, but funny because I was like, this is my Oakland people. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. That's how I felt. About it. Like, I was just like, yeah. give it to me, please. I was cracking just up. Proud, too. Just proud. Like, he's from Oakland. Let's go. Right. I'm so proud. <laughs> uh, me, too. I'm always so proud of us. Like, I, like I said, like, I'm. That's what keeps me is is being proud of um, being proud of us and keeping that momentum. I mean, I know we don't like to I mean, we don't think about it. We really think of like even the civil rights movement in this real weird microcosm. Like it just happened in these couple of months. Mm -hmm. The the Montgomery bus, what they call it? The Montgomery bus boycott. Mm -hmm. I can't even say it. You said it right. Montgomery Um, bus boycott. I got you. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) It lasted 383 days. Mm. Right. And so we're talking about something that's not going to change overnight. It ain't going to be done. It'll be, it'll happen quicker because we have technology, right? So something Mm. that has taken a year may take us six months. Yeah. May take us three months, but we got to keep our, you know, foot to the metal and stay focused. And I think that's really what he was saying. Like, stay focused. Don't be distracted. Stay to this shit. And also, they're going to clap your ass. So don't you think you are exempt? And I was like, yes. And if you go on my um, Instagram, I have a whole like paragraph after that, like explaining why that that statement was so important. Mm. But that was my that was my um, that was my other funny thing. I have maybe one or two more. So go ahead. Um, I I was just thinking about. As you were talking, I was thinking about all these statues coming down. And, um, I mean, I, I I like that it's happening, but okay. me, you know, me and my ex actually had a really good conversation about uh, years ago. I don't talk to her no more, mm-hmm. but <laughs> um, about how we, I mean, the statues don't really do it. Like that's not doing much against me. I mean, it, it's a terrible sim- symbol and, and representation, but like you can take that energy to like defunding and demilitarizing the police. So like I so I don't I, I I I'm not saying I don't I don't like it I like that it's happening okay um but like we got bigger fish to fry than just some fucking statues in, in my opinion uh okay um I I am very pro burn this shit down oh, every way possible. Yeah. Um, and I feel like people have to exude their energy the way that they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think representation is super important. And yes, that energy could be used in different ways, um, but it's also making a statement. Mm-hmm. 
because when we've asked for those things to come down, they don't they don't remove them. Oh, I'm 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 speaking to governments doing that on their own, not protesters doing it. But I feel like why why waste our time asking? We've already asked and they haven't moved them. So True. I mean, that's just how I feel. I'm 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 more radical in the sense of like we've already asked and they're still up. So let me help you. Well, no, no, no. So I so again, I agree with protesters or whoever the fuck taking them down because like mm-hmm. that's that is what the fuck needs to happen. But I mean <laughs> like now now because of all of this, now the government's or maybe like a city's gonna decide, okay, now this thing is gonna be taken down now because everyone's up in arms. Like why do we have to prove that this racist oh, ass fucking slave owner <laughs> does Okay, not I got what you be at our at our fucking state house. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, so when it, so, so yes, let me be clear on that. When protesters mm-hmm. do it or quote unquote rioters, I, you know, that fucking word. I like protesters more. When the protesters do it, um, I'm all for it. I'm a hundred percent. Burn that shit down, spray paint it, like do <laughs> take an axe, not an axe, but take a fucking, um, was that a sledgehammer to it? Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes. But mm-hmm. when governments like vote and they're like oh my gosh we we didn't know this person did this thing let's we have to take it down immediately like no you ain't gonna do that (laughs) it's been up for decades and centuries anyway so like leave that shit up focus focus on something else but focus on something else that will actually affect my black ass life right yeah no you're right you're right in that i i wanna i wanna I want to make sure, I think I was having a conversation the other day, kind of just about that and like the symbolism that's behind even um, tearing up a Target or a Macy's or a Walmart, like that symbolism is really important. Um, And, you know, right now we're focused on this one angle and I want to be really clear, the things that we're trying to dismantle are not what you see. It's what you don't see. And I know you know that, but I'm just talking to our audience, right? Uh, The system that allows police to... So if we just take police, for instance, we could say, all right, let's... let's, um, Whatever side of the fence you're on, whether it's defund the police, abolish police, right? Or get better training, whatever that is. um, It doesn't start with them. It's Mm -hmm. the, the reason why... They're so emboldened. Some of these asshole police officers are so emboldened to do the things that they do because the laws that protect them while they have that badge on. And the reason why they're not convicted is often, again, is the legislation and the laws that protect them. So if uh, use of uh, uh, lethal force is based on my opinion, my expert opinion as a police officer, Mm -hmm. then you don't get to convict me for murder. You don't get to convict me for second, first, second, or third degree murder. You you also can't even convict me real shit based on the laws yep. for manslaughter. I get to walk and you can charge me all you want. And my life may be in fact ruined, but I'm not going to serve time. Nope. There will be no restitution paid because this was a part of the job. And the same legislation that protects those police officers is the same legislation and justice system that continuously um, enslaves us in prisons. Mm. Right. And then there's a whole nother circuit as and incentives for officers to arrest and police certain areas more than others. And why black boys and black girls 
are more likely to go to jail um, for longer stints than their white counterparts um, or be quote unquote caught more often when we all know the biggest drug dealers are the kids at college Mm -hmm. and they ain't black kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it so we can just keep going up the chain and then it gets to following the money yep. and cash is king. And I know as like while we're doing this work and racism is the forefront of all of it for a lot of us, for you young folks out there, keep doing the work. We see you. We love you. There is also a bigger fish to fry. And I just want to be really clear. America is a business. Oh, yeah. Period. Period. Anything that you think does not relate to money, you are tripping. Look how much these uh, police departments are being funded compared to schools and healthcare. We're talking about a billion dollar business. So, you know, so for me, if it's like, I want to be really careful because we are speaking on a very public platform. So just hear me when I say I am... I am support of people expressing their civil unrest the way that they need to. I just want us to remember that it does not end and begin with just the police. That's all I want to say. And that's not to you, Marvin. I know you yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to police people. Mm-hmm. Look, cause because protesters protest, rioters riot, and looters loot. That's all mm-hmm. I gotta say. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like Okay, you preaching today, huh? <laughs> I like it. I, no, I'm, I'm here for it. You about to start that church music I was talking about earlier? <laughs> Woo! I've been in that, and and that's the thing. Like, uh, oh, it's crazy. AOC just tweeted this: "Defund means that Black and Brown communities are asking for the same budget priorities that white communities have already created for themselves: schooling mm. over police. People ask in other ways, but we're always told no." How do you pay for it? Hmm. <laughs> um, so they fund the line item. And like, that's literally it. And and y'all, I'm telling you, pick any struggle, follow the money. Yeah. Follow the money. Cash is king. America, mm-hmm. they care about people until that bottom line starts getting affected. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, I don't know. Maybe the people are wrong. Like, it's just like, <laughs> my lies are secondary. Um, but yeah, sorry, tangent. No, no. Not I just, bad. Just, I, I always, you know, uh, encourage people to continue asking why. Mm-hmm. Continue asking why. Why doesn't this officer, why doesn't anything happen to this officer? Because the law says so. Well, why did the law say that? And then, like, once you get to the, you're getting to the root. I think people see the police officers as the root of the problem, which is wrong. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're a fucking leaf. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like a, mm-hmm. a branch of a branch. You got to get Woo! to the root. You got to get to that. The root. Yes, old folks say the root. <laughs> yeah, that's, what my, that's what my dad said. The root. Got, got to get to, to the root. Got to get to the root. Because that's where capitalism is. That's where white supremacy is. That's where yep. where Bernie always, Bernie always talking about the top, you know, ten percent, ten percent on all. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit is real. Mm-hmm. We just don't see it. We just don't see it. I'm trying to tell y'all. Names. They don't. Have, they they make so much money that we don't even know what their names are. Nope. But the people that need to know know. Mm. 
Um, you want to be educated, y'all, go on Netflix. There's a couple of documentaries that I want y'all to, to, to take a look at. And I'm going to get their actual names so I don't fuck it up. Um, one of them is 13th on Netflix. That's by Ava DuVernay. Again, mm. that is 13th by Ava DuVernay. Do it. Um, and then there's one about the 2008 financial crisis. Mm. Um, and it's, uh, uh, what's the name of it? Let's see. I think it's called, it's named after the guy that was a treasurer at the time. I think his name is Jeff. Not Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. Google it. Now you're, playing. <laughs> you're playing way too much. Um, but uh, uh, let me see. Oh, maybe it's not on. I'm gonna get y'all this name real quick. Don't you worry. Um, well, there's an HBO. There's an HBO series, uh, "Panic: The Untold Story of the 2008 Financial Crisis." Mm-hmm. There's that one, and then let me see if this is the one. Hold on. Who was this man's name? Oh, that's his name. I found him. Hold on. There he is. Sorry, y'all. I just want to make sure we get this. <laughs> Who this man he's looking for? <laughs> Um, well, because the name of the documentary is this guy because he was the treasurer at the time yeah. when the 2008, um, uh, the, the yeah, thank you. When the financial crisis happened, he was there. And what's crazy is it started as let's save these people's homes. Hmm. But once it went up legislation and like through Congress and Senate, it turned into this whole filibuster uh, Hank is the name of the documentary. His name is Hank Paulson. It's on Netflix. Um, and he, they are interviewing him about really what happened. And mm. they're, um, and they're talking about like these different, like they, it, like I said, so I'm sorry. So it started with them really trying to save people's homes. But mm. then once they, once they really got into the weeds of it, they realized that these, um, uh, lenders had really not only fucked these people out of their homes and their financial stability, but also fuck themselves. Mm. So they had by capitalist standards, they had to bail these companies out mm-hmm. because our infrastructure financially, as we know it would have, we would have never recovered. Mm-hmm. Right. And that also goes to like um, our military funding, our allyship mm. and partnerships with other countries and yep. like, um, continue to reign supreme over the world. Like it all is encompassed in this. And so I know a lot of us look at that housing crisis, like the government failed us. Yeah, but (laughs) it's deeper than that. Right. And why? Exactly. Um, there's another documentary I just watched on the, um, on the black Panthers and just even how they, how they ended up crumbling. Wasn't for lack of them trying not to stay together but it was um the government infiltrating and Mm -hmm. causing rifts between them and really they ended up they just instigated some shit Mm -hmm. they literally played telephone it was like some mean girl shit Mm -hmm. and then they ended up dismantling right and um and the why like you said is so 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 important Mm -hmm. um 
even when we look back on the civil rights movement now versus today, we are literally still having the same conversations. The same reactions are happening. Police are, they don't have hoses, but they got batons, they got tasers, they got rubber bullets, they got dogs treating people like they are not human beings. And when you go back and look in 60, 66, 67, 68, 69, all the way up into the early seventies, um, the same rhetoric, the same conversations, the same dog whistles are being blown and people are still asking the same things. Um, and, and that's why I want you guys to really think about our lineage as a people and what we fought for and why we continue to have the same conversations. And I'm telling you, it's exactly what Marvin just said. Keep asking why. Don't just do the work, do what needs to be done, but just remember, like, it's bigger than what you see. Yeah. Always. Always. So, yeah, check those documentaries out. They're really, really good. Um, was it my turn or your turn? Uh, I don't remember. I only got one left. Okay, cool. So, I will go now. So, babynames.com. Listen. Babynames.com? <laughs> babynames.com. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm interested. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, had on their front of their page... Each one of these names was somebody's baby. Eric Garner, John Crawford, Michael Brown, Ezell Ford, Dante Parker. And when I say they get to it, Mm. they get to it. And it says um, black community, black lives matter. Babynames.com stands in solidarity with the black community. Boom. I said, y'all better work. I don't know who owns them, but I'm about to follow them on Instagram. I'm about to <laughs> like. It, I was like, "What?" Don't know you, but I love you already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you seen the emails that Jeff Bezos have been have been posting about angry white people? Because they because no. he made a statement. He made a statement. They they the company made a statement, and Jeff Bezos said, "We're not tolerating no racist bullshit." Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. You don't like it? Don't fucking be a member of Amazon, nigga. I'ma still make my money, right? <laughs> like, whatever. Um, it's so funny. So if you get it, I'm I'm gonna try and pull it up before we get off the call. But I that just also sparked. But babynames.com. I think they took it down now. It's been weeks now, but it was fucking hilarious. I was like, what? Yeah. Also, Ben and Jerry's goes in. Woo! <laughs> I want to read that. Hold on, I'm gonna ben find Jerry's it. Jerry's goes. Yeah. Why don't you uh set it up for the people, Marvin? I'm gonna read it. So Ben and Jerry's has uh <laughs> you still so a lot of corporations and a lot of instant or you know entities are they, they give a very safe answer when mm-hmm. it comes to things like like the murder of fucking all the black people. Um yeah. they give a, a a really safe answer like, oh, you know, we're we're saddened by the loss or whatever, something like super general, super big. Mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's is not one of those companies. Ever. And they've never been like that. They have never been. They speak out. They take a stance and they're like, this is what the fuck it is. Um, so their most recent one. I found it. So whenever you're ready. Please. <laughs> please so should I read it. the whole thing or should I read their, their mic drop moment? Just do the mic drop moment. Okay. Uh... Wait, which? Because I, I see a thing right here that's like pretty long. Before. It's super long. No, okay. no, no. The original one was super, super long. Yeah. Um, uh, this all right. 
This thing says first, second. First. Like, ben and Jerry's like, you know what? Let me educate y'all for the motherfuckers that don't know. Right. Yeah, you um, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so third, we support Floyd's family's call to create a national task force that would draft bipartisan legislation Wow. Aimed at ending racial violence and increasing police accountability. We can't continue to fund a criminal justice system that per- perpetuates mass mass incarceration while at the same time threatens the lives of a whole segment of population. That's what I was just talking about. Mm. And finally, we call on the Department of Justice to reinvigorate its civil rights division as a staunch defender of the rights of black and brown people. The DOJ must also reinstate policies rolled back under the Trump administration, such as consistent decrees to curb police abusive Mm. uses. Unless and until white America is willing to collectively acknowledge its privilege, take responsibility for its past and impact um, it has on the present, and commit to creating a future steeped in justice, the list of names that George George Floyd has been added to will never end. We have to use this moment to accelerate our nation's long journey towards justice and a more perfect union. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're big ass, like they're literal big ass. Uh, their uh, artwork to go with this is we must dismantle white supremacy in large white with a back, black background. Uh, <laughs> like it's clear. Yeah. Yeah. And they made a very, and I'm, I mean, that was just the third point. They literally were like, um, no. And so last, so for, and they mentioned even here in their statement, four years ago, we publicly stated our support of the black lives. And today we want to be even more clear about the urgent need to create steps, steps to dismantle. I'm going to put these links in here because, uh, <laughs> they have been about this shit. Right. I don't know if I know of any other company or organization that like provide something like as like it's you know Ben and Jerry's is is a household name. People know Ben and Jerry's. Like yeah. I don't know if any other uh, brands are- household name. Yeah, household brands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They are not playing. They didn't make no jokes about it either. Nope. Like none. I want to say they came out with a new flavor. They did, but I, I can't remember the name of it, and I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> it was something like. I don't know if it was a joke. It may have been a joke because, you know, us black folks, we love to. Yeah, you're right. It might be. We, we love to add 10 on two. But um, <laughs> I thought it was funny because um, they were talking about it, calling it um, racial justice or something like that. And mm-hmm. the uh, <laughs> it was like blue chocolate chips or some shit like that. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. anyway, so, so that was that. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Tangent. Um, yeah. Okay. You said you had one more. Yeah. So my last one is um, just therapy. Mm. Like I've been seeing a therapist for about a, about a month now. Maybe maybe a week more. A, a month and a week. But um, just having that space, just having that designated space for me. Um, <clears throat> it's so important. 
Because I feel like, you know, I talk to, a, like, one, I talk to people for my job, first of all, because I'm a, I'm a therapist. And then, you know, having to navigate different parts of like melanated social work or like other side projects or, you know, whatever else. And then like friends who like, not some of them I can talk to, but some of them I am the listener a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that. So it's just like, you know, I have a space to speak just openly and honestly about literally whatever the fuck is on my mind or to just like retrace and not retrace, but revisit some past shit that may be affecting me now. But um, my last no session before last um, was right in the midst of like everything. Mm-hmm. And I know, so most of my clients were talking about it. I was seeing it on social media. Friends were talking about it. My mom was talking about it. So I'm just like, fuck. And I'm trying to like, I'm, I am trying to keep it together because like, I'm like on the verge of just like, just breaking the fuck down or mm-hmm. getting a baseball bat and just like fucking literally everything that I see up. So mm-hmm. I just got in that, that session and he asked me, how are you doing? <laughs> and I just, I laughed first. I like legitimately laughed. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I was silent for like three minutes. And so I just fucking went into it and the tears came and it was so needed. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking mm-hmm. necessary because I was holding all of that shit in. Just all of it. My shit, the world shit, Black people in general shit, my client shit, my friend, like holding all of it together. And so it was so, it was, it was just so nice to have someone listen and validate while I just like let all of that shit out. So, um, yeah, so I go every, every week, (laughs) every week, 2 PM, I'd be like, come on, you on on this call? All right. Let's, let's, let's go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's been, uh, instrumental in just like my growth as a, fucking human so yeah if y'all ain't on it get on it yeah i have not been to therapy this year at all but i did end the year with therapy um Mm. i but i am a huge person for therapy so i've been going to therapy since excuse me y'all since i was six four 14 years old Mm. so i i value therapy a lot um a lot of my friends, when we talk about therapy, hadn't had the privilege of going when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for me, I'm at a level of therapy where it's like some of the stuff I've already done, right? And then some of the stuff you just got to you just gotta relive so that you can continue to dismantle and unpack shit. A lot of shit is not going to take one session. It takes years. And if I've been yeah. going for 14 years, I mean, since I was 14 and I'm 33, um, you can imagine the shit that I've still had to unpack as an adult, right? Like it's, I'm mm-hmm. still going. Um, I, and the only reason why I stopped is because just shifting in jobs and, you know, when you do that, then you got to wait for insurance and then I shifted yeah. jobs again. So it's not that I don't want to go. It's just like, you know, shit be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, another component in something that you mentioned in this space too, was like, sometimes you have those friends, um, too there in my experience you do have those friends but there's just something about therapy mm-hmm. and if you can't afford therapy i'm not i'm not judging you or pointing a finger but um or or 
because a lot of us don't have access to therapists either. Yep. Like good therapists, like the shit is fucked up. Don't give me, oh my God, I almost got on my soapbox about healthcare. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I just want to like point out like that shit is important. But if you are that friend for folks, it's important to just sometimes listen and and have a open heart and create a safe space for your friends, mm-hmm. especially at this time. Like even if you go to therapy every week, shit, the time, be- the time between your last therapy session to your next one, a lot of shit be happening. True. You know, first we were in COVID, then it was like, okay, we about to set this place on fire. And it was like, oh, oh okay. Um, let me, uh, let me, let me grab a cell phone. Like it, it's just like, you know, and, and having to shift in that way is, um, and you mentioned this when we first started recording, like we're all experiencing this trauma together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have to consider that when we're making decisions or feeling like we need to do or not do like that shit's so fucking important. So I want to like elevate how important it is to have therapy and also having people around you that, uh, provide safe spaces for us to just be and exist because a lot of us don't have that opportunity. I want to shout out my friend Tahija. She is a social worker by trade. Um, you can check out my uh, personal Instagram. We, we were on live the other day and she wanted to talk about why allyship and how the fears of, and, and how fears as black people affect us and kind of the whys is why we don't, a lot of us don't want to educate, uh, educate people and where we are and, and all that stuff. But one of the things that she's, she said to me like offline was just like, I remember while we were on the call, she goes, Oh yeah. She said, I remember we were on the call and you said, you know, even navigating the fear of doing all this work and then someone demeaning you because maybe you don't have a degree or you haven't gone through some formal training. And she said, and as you were saying that I was thinking to myself, you know, I hope she knows how smart she is and how important, and I don't know what she's supposed to do in this world, but like, it's not get a degree and say, here, here's this S on my chest from this degree. Mm -hmm. Right. And I needed someone to say that to me. Mm -hmm. And I, and because this work is so thankless. Yeah. Uh, And not thankless in a way where people are just like shitting on you. It's just like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do the work and then you gotta move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes. Um, but it was so important and really uplifting from another woman that I respect and like inspires me to say that about me and, but, and not even realize the words that were coming out of my own mouth about even how I view myself, um, in the world. And even in this space that I've been doing this work forever, like it's not new, um, and really started doing it last year when I was working at Twilio and now I'm at next gen and really having the opportunity to even do it more. And, uh, I just never, for some reason, hadn't even, I, I guess I gave the, I gave that space a name of like feeling like, oh, well, I don't have a degree, but right. Like that's my conversation instead of like, no, this is the work that I do. Mm-hmm. Period. Like that's just it, right? And 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 that was her comment to me, and that's why I was saying like creating safe spaces to just be with your friends. You just never know what someone pulls out of it, or um, 
or how some just a kind word. She didn't go off on a tangent and like, you know, stroke my ego. It was just in that moment. I was like, damn, you're right. Like, why am I even, why am I, why is that even something that I'm considering? Why is that so important to me all of a sudden when I've made it this far in my life and never have done that? Right. Mm -hmm. And it was just so great to have that, that space with folks. Um, Even when I called you last week, like we were just, just venting about not even really venting. We were just talking, Mm -hmm. you know, like those, that shit is so important. It's so important. Um, because we don't get to leave our house and have those safe spaces all the time. So I just wanted to like call that out. Yeah. It's super important. Yeah, say 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 I feel like people who are friends um don't do it enough. Like we don't yeah. compliment each other enough. Like I was talking to my sister and I told my sister that I was like, you know what? I'm really proud of you. Mm. Um and like you assume that people are told that when they're kids or maybe when they're growing up or maybe a teacher or someone, but like that, they may have never heard that from people. I have clients mm-hmm. that are like, yeah, my dad never really told me he was proud of me. And yeah. just like, damn. And so like coming <laughs> from a friend and, and for a lot of us, we view our friends as family. Yep, so that's like, the family we choose. You know, that, it, it means a lot. Like it really does mean a lot sometimes for folks that, especially for folks that like, you know, words of affirmation, Mm-hmm. Um, that's important for them. Like that is really, I mean, it, and, and what's the negative that's going to come out of it, <laughs> right? What's the yeah. negative that's going to come out of getting, giving a compliment? Mm-hmm. Probably nothing, probably nothing. Um, yeah. Or they might feel uncomfortable because you're complimenting them. Um, but the, the, shit's, the shit's important. Yeah, important. it's super important. I'm just happy that I do have, I went through a phase, um, not a phase, but just a season of, mourning friendships and things that didn't serve me. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just so hard because, you know, I felt like I was losing something, losing a lot in these moments and even really a really huge friendship breakup, which had really been over for a long time. But I had reinserted myself and really, when I say doesn't serve me, I mean, it's not adding anything to me. And that's not a slight against anyone in, in particular. It's just I give too much. Mm-hmm. And I and when I say I'm your friend, I really mean it. And I will go above and beyond. I will take off work. I will call your job, call in a bomb threat if you need. Like, whatever. I'm joking about the bomb threat, FBI, if you're listening. I was <laughs> just joking. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, I'm, I'm that friend. And when it is not, but it can't just be one-sided. Yeah. Right. Like it's like going to an ATM. You never put money into it, but you keep going to it and taking it out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. And it's not that people, stranger, stranger danger as people took advantage or people even knew they were taking advantage, but it's just like, okay, enough. Yeah. And so creating that space for myself really opened this year up for me and really kind of answering the calling on my life. And it is this space. And is it kind of lonely? Yeah. But I don't know that I would have space in my heart for everything else that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I think, and then like all of a sudden me and Marvin are like, we, me and Marvin been on each other since fucking middle school. And we've always stayed in contact. We've, it's not like we just didn't, we were funking or something, just life be life in. And then all of a sudden it's like, we didn't miss a beat and we just caught each other up. And now we're just chatting regularly and supporting each other in all these spaces 
Um, but if my cup is full with bullshit, then how am I going to, mm. how am I going to fill it with other things that actually matter to me and things that I want to support people in? And like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's so important. And I, I don't know that I wouldn't have made space. I, my old coworkers that I've been knowing for years always stayed in touch. I mean, and let me just say this y'all, when I meet people, very rarely do people go, oh, I don't fuck with Andre anymore. Like I'm that person where I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, you're going to be my friend and I don't care if you don't like it. We're going to be friends. Like <laughs> that's the type of personality I, I have. So it's not like people are looking at me like, you know, oh, I met her one time. That's that girl. It usually is like, oh yeah, I remember Andrea. Right. But like this year has been just such a great experience because I've been able to tap into this different space of friendship that I didn't realize could be reciprocated, um, you know, or supporting people that really need support or being a cheerleader for people that are doing shit. Um, that's important to, to me. And I think that's just been such a great space to be in. And, and so I, even going off of what you said, I, w- I said all that to say going off of that, like you can't even get there until you start to realize your value your value personally and the value of others to be able to really appreciate them where they are and um, appreciate, even if you think it's, you know, I've said something and someone's like, that's a big deal. Right. And I'm like, no, it's small. Nobody cares. I'm like, no, it's a big deal. Or me, vice versa. This is huge. This is amazing. Oh, you sure? Like, it's kind of like what, no, this is fucking awesome. Like for real, you know, it's, but if you don't, consider your value um, or consider your friend's value. It is hard to, to do that. And I think it's just growth and it takes some work to get there, but it's important. Yeah. Super important. Even as a mom, like I'm, you know, the day to day, like uh, the day to day shit and reminding myself to just stop and give my son a hug and tell him I love him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that I don't love him, but my day to day will make, may keep me from doing that. And so the minute I feel it or the minute I'm thinking about it or the minute I think about someone, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? How are you feeling? I do that constantly. The minute someone pops into my mind, I immediately text them. Even if I'm it, like text them if I'm busy or just pick up the phone and call. Because um, we we all we got. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. We all we got. I had one more funny thing that came up um, before we transition. And it was this woman, she was being, this black woman, she was being arrested uh, somewhere and you know, the internet. Okay. We love, we love some mess. I'm going to just play this. And so she literally is singing, you about to lose your job (laughs) and then get this dance. And there's a whole video to it. I'm going to link it in our uh, podcast because it is worth the watch. Okay. But I'm going to play a little bit of it. Hold on. We didn't already mix it. You about to lose your job. Get this dance. You about to lose your job because you are detaining me for nothing. You about to lose it was so good it literally goes on for a minute and 19 seconds it is so 
good. It's so <laughs> fucking good. Oh my god, I'm sending it to you right now. Undefeated. What'd you say? The internet is undefeated. It's undefeated, y'all. Like, listen, final laughter. It's there. I promise you, it's too good to like. It's just too good to pass up. Yeah. Oh, an honorable mention is the Jeff Bezos emails. Um, the way he flexed on this white man was so funny. He was like, um, just a quick little excerpt from what he said. Anyway, just go look. He got an Instagram, Jeff Bezos. He's the man that owns Amazon. Just find it. But it's hella funny because white people are up in arms. I'm like, I saw your little Black Lives Matter. And guess what? I'm no longer a customer of yours. And we're just going to laugh and watch it burn. He just like posts another picture of his stock being higher than anybody else's in the entire world. He was like, yeah, they're, they're the kind of customer that I would, wouldn't mind losing. Yeah. And like completely screenshot the entire email for the entire world to see. Like, hey. you going to be racist and bigoted? Fine. You need to do it on a public platform then. Yeah. That's real. That's <laughs> I like real. my racist uh, 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 in the forefront. I don't yeah. want to have to figure out if you're racist. Or Loud right. and proud racist. Come see. Loud and proud racist. <laughs> Loud and proud. Um, yeah, how you feeling after this episode? I feel like this is one of our. This is one of our. This is this one might go in the books. <laughs> I am feeling. Uh, I don't know. I'm still content. I don't know. I'm, I'm in a okay, good. good. I'm, in, I'm in a good. Good. Space. Good. 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 I, I meant like, did you shift out of that, or you know, I oh, try yeah. to stay as positive as possible because I I'm just not in a. Anyway, I was trying to stay as positive as possible. Yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, so I'm, that's why I'm just, you know, I don't know. I'm, I, today I, is, is, again, I don't have any clients today. So I'm going to try to just do whatever the fuck I want to do. You know? There we go. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, I fucking yeah. love it. Yeah. But, so, so what are we doing? Are we wrapping this up? We're wrapping this up. Uh, okay, cool. It's weather outside. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to just make sure um, while we are out here protesting and um, doing all the good works, uh, make sure you guys are reading. We don't read often enough <laughs> and uh, it's super important. I also want to point out that it is not only black men's lives being taken and brutally murdered and forgotten about. It's also black women and uh, trans women lives that are also there and we need to know we need to also be saying their names brianna taylor's murders have still gone uncharged have not been arrested and i want us to not only amplify george floyd's plight um, uh, as long along with ahmaud aubrey but also remember that there are women sleeping in their homes being killed and uh by these this very same system so i just sometimes our voices as women get lost you know, we're, and, uh, you know, often even we're silenced constantly and even in death, we're even silenced. So I just wanted to like point that out, but no, and I love y'all and we are doing such amazing fucking work. I'm so proud of the kids in the city in San Jose. And I say the city, San Francisco, if you're not from here, um, these kids are organizing, man. Yeah. They are, yeah. they, this is our future. And meanwhile, these boomers are worried about uh, the millennials being entitled to shit. No, we just know that we don't fucking deserve this bullshit. Like, <laughs> and not even, I'm not even a millennial. So it's like, 
it's it, or Generation X or whatever the sh- you know all the no, shit no, that no, these white people try to do. Yeah. Don't care. I am so proud of us. I am so happy that we are coming together, and it's unfortunate that we're having to do it in because of the bullshit. But I'd have it no other way. Like I'm so happy about our 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 people in arms and just doing all this great work. I'm so proud of Marvin and Melanie's social work. Y'all just are like plowing through some shit and getting it fucking done. And I'm just like, yes, do it. Do what we can. It's just so fucking awesome. Um, I, all jokes aside, Darius, uh, let us know that he's painting a mural in downtown Oakland. Like all that shit matters. Find your space, do the work that you do. You don't have to have a big ass mouth. Like I do. You can paint something. Your art can be, you know, whatever. You can work with kids. You can be a social worker. You can be a therapist. You can be a doctor. You can be a nurse. Like all that shit is so fucking important. And we see you and we hear you and we uplift your voices because that shit fucking matters. If nobody else tells you, that shit fucking matters. Yeah. What she said. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to top that. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. Shit. I just wanted to say some closing remarks, Marvin. Shit. Goodness. All right. Well, you know. Give it to the people. You got something. I know. You always got something. I ain't got nothing. Uh, you know, <laughs> get some good wheat. No. Um, <laughs> that. I mean, well, yes, that too. If you, if, if you're. I if just you're, re-upped. Okay. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, I, we talk a lot about self-care and um, definitely take care of yourself. But also, you know, I think what Jesse from Melanated Social Work says a lot is that we're we need to start moving to collective care. And so we yeah. need to start taking care of each other. The self-care kind of sounds very much like American individualism um, type stuff. Like, oh, take care of yourself, pull yourself up. But in reality, we need each other. Like yep. we need to stay connected to each other. We are humans. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what we need. Um, and so like making sure that you're taking care of your friends and, and, and your family and making and then making sure that they're taking care of, of you. Because like we're all in this together, we're all experiencing this period of life together, and so we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we are good. But we want to make sure that our community and our villages are good too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's all I'm gonna say about that. Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, you want to plug anything before we go? Huh? You want to plug anything? I mean, melanated social work is always okay. there for for the for the masses. No, but we uh, just. Um, release merchandise. So if you go to the Melanated Social Work handle on Instagram, um, go to our link tree and then click on the Melanated Social Work shop, you can buy hoodies. Um, there's a t-shirt, there's a woman's like v-neck, I, I want to say shirt, and then there's tanks as well. And then 50% mm-hmm. of all of our profit for the month of June goes to uh, Black and Brown, or I'm sorry, black, grassroots organizations focused on Black liberation. So mm-hmm. um, we've already donated. I mean, most of the money that we've gotten in general, whether it's between merchandise or donations, have all it's all gone to like like Breonna Taylor GoFundMe or, or like mm-hmm. George Floyd or like you know helping prison or, uh, protesters get out of jail. Like all of our sh- we we just been donating most of that shit. But um, yeah, get your get your swag. Also, the Melanated Social Work Podcast. Um, you know what? Let me not plug that podcast on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do want to shout out you guys as um, your wellness, your mindful Mondays. Yes. Melanated mindfulness Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. They've been really, really good. I missed a few, but this last one, I kind of creeped in. Um, mm. There's been yoga. There's been yeah. um, 
uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. There's been what else? Like um, we, we've done an, an activity called p- progressive muscle relaxation, mm-hmm. um, guided imagery, which is a type of like different types of meditation. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah so. it's super good. And I think uh, it's those moments we just it's important to take a beat and take care of yourself. And that's even if it's once a week, some of us are really good at self-care. Some of us aren't. And I'm one of them. I'm not that great at self-care. I'm trying to get there. Um, But that's just like one avenue. There's all kinds of stuff. There's so many black, there's a, did you know, did I, did I show you the, the, the meditation app by a black owner, by black founders? Maybe what's it called? I don't remember. Um, (laughs) I will also put that in the link. Uh, But me that. I will. I will. No, you already um, did. You messaged me. Did I? Yep. Okay. Let me do cool. it again, just in case. Okay. I can get that up. All right. Cool. 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 cool, cool. Um, but I, I brought that last piece up about melanated social work because there are black folks in this space doing the work. Don't let these people tell you they're not. And mm-hmm. with technology at our fingertips, we're no longer having to stick to our general spaces. We can expand and and really look at different ways to take care of ourselves. And you don't know until you try and it's free. It's online. It's on Instagram, yeah. melanated, M- melanated Monday yeah. wellness, all that happens on Mondays. Yeah. Uh, and Marvin posts about it a lot on his Instagram. And speaking of socials and shit, where can they find you, Marvin? They can find me on Instagram at M as in money, Tolliver underscore <laughs> LSW, or and okay. you can also follow melanated social work. Word. Uh, you can, you? Ooh, you can find me on all of the socials except, well, Facebook, I've really almost put all of, I know I joke on here a lot about not adding y'all on my Facebook and I still mean that, but you can search me on Facebook and you'll see all of my public, I'm not here for this bullshit post about mm. this government. Um, they're all public. I don't care. <laughs> um, uh, but you can find me on all the things at Drea Miss Lady. So that's D-R-E-A, M as in Mary, I double S as in Sam. L-A-D-Y, that's on Instagram, that's on Twitter, that's on Snapchat. You, you can just find me all of those places. Um, and I don't have, well, I have enough, yeah, no, I have other podcasts, but just whatever. I am also doing lives constantly with um, the people doing the work. And so if you have any questions that you want asked, even allies, I know a lot of us are like, fuck y'all, we're not educating you, but I do um, have a couple of lives that uh, are dedicated to y'all and just figuring out your space. So reach out to me directly. Um, but the podcasts, uh, links, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, low key striving. You can also email us. Is it low key striving at gmail.com? You created it. I don't know. Oh, hell. <laughs> we ain't worth two cents. Two pennies rubbed together. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. You know yes. It's low key striving at gmail.com. So if you have anything, any questions that you want to ask or any scenarios. And we like tea too. We love a good tea story. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We love some good tea and we like, we like funny shit. So feel free to reach out. We love to hear from you. But other than that, that's all we got for you this week. All right, y'all take care. Be safe. Peace out. Peace.